Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Weird warning on my phone. Let me know. Can you hear me? Hopefully you can. I'm going to keep going until somebody joins the chat to let me know if uh, you are hearing me. Again, this is Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. It's Thursday, December 8th, and this is your daily financial news. These are the five things that I think you need to know today. If you are watching this, you're one of the early members. Do me a favor. Can you hear me okay? I got a very weird warning on my phone, so I'm not sure if this is working. Let me know if you can hear me. That would be greatly appreciated. All right, let's jump into it. First, uh, we will talk about Redfin. Redfin went ahead and listed 12 real estate uh, predictions uh, for next year. I went ahead and got a few of them. Number one, Redfin is calling for housing transactions. They call them home sales to be the lowest since 2011. Uh, Redfin is estimating at the close of next year, 2023, transactions will be 4.3 million. They will be down 16% from 2022. To which I say, I'm even more bearish. I believe housing transactions will be, again, this is existing home sales. This does not include new home sales, right? Just existing home sales, I believe, will have a three on it. 3.8, 3.9, something like that. This is what the early 80s taught us is, again, we have demand destruction, which everybody sees, but we have supply destruction. People aren't talking about it because we haven't experienced supply destruction like this since the 1981-82 time frame. This is what I believe, unlike most folks. A lot of folks say, hey, unemployment's going to go up. People have to sell all of these things. I believe people will make financial decisions and realize it is cheaper to stay put. I believe we are going to have truly epic supply destruction. Now, some people still need to sell. I am looking for deals. I got two deals done already. I expect to do a lot more. So there will be some motivated sellers. But the normal transaction, I sell one, I buy another, the move up buyer, dead. Luxury, dead. Uh, So I do believe that Redfin is being too optimistic. I believe we will do 3.8 or 3.9 million. Second, they talked about interest rates. Interest rates. They think that interest rates will be under 6% by the end of next year. To which I say, man, we might be under 6% at the start of the year. Uh, What we heard yesterday from mortgage bankers is the average 30-year mortgage rate fell again from 6.49 to 6.41. And I've heard from you, many of you, thank you, thank you, thank you for interacting. You have left comments that you have locked in mortgage rates at 5.9 and 5.8. I think that is amazing. Again, if you could get the seller to pay down your rate, do it. Remember, if you're looking to buy today, we are only writing great offers. 
we are asking for closing costs. We are asking for rate buy-downs. We have heard from all of our lenders. They will accept up to 3% closing costs. Go get yours. Again, if you're following what one rental at a time is, your number one job is to figure out average. What is an average cash on cash or yield in my buy box? Then you are only to write great offers. Then you can goose your return by getting closing costs paid. You can goose your return by getting rate buy down of a half a percent. You and I have done math. Go look at my channel. We have turned a 3% yield into an 8% yield by adjusting who pays what. Again, it is amazing. Do the work, do the work, do the work. Last thing I noted is uh, Redfin is calling for the median home price to fall 4%. Interesting. I would have expected Redfin to say positive, right? That's what I would have guessed. They did come in with a 4% median home price decline. Again, you know my story. I see no reason to change my opinion. We're going to be flat plus or minus 1% on a national median home price year on year. This is not seasonality and all of those things. So again, those are my calls. We will, I probably will do a video on all 12 later, but I thought those three were the most interesting. Next, JP Morgan. JP Morgan has outlined the Armageddon scenario. Interestingly enough, they have given this Armageddon or worst case scenario a 28% likelihood. A lot of life is about probabilities, right? Is it probable, yes or no? If it's probable, what are the percentages? So JP Morgan gives this a 28% likelihood. I'll call it one in four. Maybe it's leaning to one in three, but let's call it one in four. That the Fed is forced to take the Fed funds rate to six and a half. Six and a half. Quite a bit above my terminal rate call of five. In fact, it's 30% above. I, again, see no reason to change my opinion. One of the things that you will notice if you read financial information and analysis is the experts kind of move together, right? They don't, if they're going to be wrong, they're going to be all wrong. That's not how I roll. I try to create my call and I stick to it probably longer than I should. But until it's wrong, why should I change? So again, uh, what JP Morgan 1 in 4 says that they're going to have to go to 6.5 funds rate. To which I ask, what happens to the 10-year? What happens to mortgage rates? All of these things are kind of interrelated. We are seeing the steepest yield curve inversion, which is very interesting. Again, go back and look at what happened in 1981 and 82 to the housing, to the stock market. We have been here before. Unfortunately, 90% of the analysts on TV don't know the history of the early 80s. That's the best, most recent environment we have is to go back and look at the early 80s, where we have a steeper yield curve inversion. It's worth a look. So go look at that. I think you would be um, well worth your time. And uh, Dr. Doom, if you watch Anna Kelly, Anna Kelly and I talked about Dr. Doom, Nuriel Robini, kind of uh, like Peter Schiff. Everything is always bad. This is, you know, some analysts, and I think Nuriel Robini actually enjoys the moniker Dr. Doom. 
I think it actually gets him on more newscasts and paraded around, especially in scary times. But basically, Dr. Doom is saying, at least in the article I read, this re- we're going to go into a severe recession that could cause stocks to drop 25% from here. So if we're at 4,000, a 25% drop would be to 3,000, for example. But one thing I will agree with Dr. Doom, and he's right. And if you go back and watch our channel from six months ago, we talked about this. We talk about things early on this channel. And that is about zombie companies. Zombie companies, he says, are in danger, to which I say they're supposed to be. In a rising rate environment, if you are not cash flow positive, if you're not turning a profit and you need debt to finance your business, you're supposed to go bankrupt. We lived in la-la land for two years. We have, pick a number, 10, 15, 18% of the Russell 2000 that are zombies and need to go out of business. Noriel Robini or Dr. Doom talked about Carvana as an example, to which I say, welcome to the party. We talked about Carvana as a great example of a zombie six or seven months ago. Now there's talk on the street of bankruptcy and, you know, there's analysts taking their stock down to a dollar. To which I say, you guys are late. You need to be telling people to look at this stuff early if you want to save them. But yes, I do believe zombie companies are in trouble. They're supposed to be. Zombie companies that don't make profit, not cash flow positive, can't afford their debt payments, need to go bankrupt. Also, we need to take that cap, that human resource capital and have it deployed for productive needs, right? I don't know how many people Carvana employs. Let's say it's 2,500. I have no idea. That 2,500 employees can be dispersed to other companies to help them. That's part of, that's part of why unemployment is so low is we have companies that are producing unproductive, using unproductive resources to lose money. Let them go somewhere else. So again, Dr. Doom, I agree with you. The zombie companies are in trouble. They're supposed to be in trouble. Debt. Uh, I found an interesting Twitter um, discussion that I just wanted to share with you. This is from Debt to Millionaire is the channel. Uh, how she went from maxed out credit cards to becoming a millionaire. Uh, I wanted to give you her quick eight things to do it. Number one is, I think, the most important. If you are in debt, a lot of debt, the first thing you need to do is track your spending. Every dollar. Where is it going? Cash, credit cards, debit cards, PayPal, Zelle, whatever, payment apps. You need to track where your money is going. Number two, you need to get organized. She switched to zero balance credit cards to help save on interest. She said she saved $10,000 in interest. You need to reduce your interest rates on debt. Call them. Try to get rates lowered. She sold assets to pay off debt. A second car, for example. Uh, Create better habits. Get creative. Instead of going out on the weekends, she said she went for walks in the park. There are so many things you can do for free that don't cost money. She also stepped up her nine to five job so she could try to get a promotion or bonuses. And then finally, she started a part-time job. 
one of the things, unless you were a longtime viewer of this channel, you may not remember, is when I was in my early 20s, coming out of school with student debt, I had two jobs. I was a married young man holding down two jobs, working seven days a week, Monday to Monday, every day. I'd do my 40-hour accounting, and then I would sell refrigerators full commission on weekends and sometimes in the evening. Yeah. There's, there are ways. And again, shout out to Debt to Millionaire uh, for putting out that series of tweets. Another one I saw, uh, this one was, um, this was written by Mike Winters and uh, Leslie Tane put this together. It, five signs that your debt is out of control. The reason I want to talk about this stuff, folks, is we are heading into a recession. We've talked about getting winter is coming. Folks, winter is here. We have time to try to improve. Recessions are when you build wealth. I want you to make positive moves. Here are five signs. If you have any of these, let it be a wake-up call. Number one, your housing costs are greater than 50% of gross monthly income. Gross. That is before taxes. Two, you have been rejected for a balance transfer. Three, you have 10 credit cards with balances. I don't even, I don't, I don't know. I think I have three credit cards, maybe four. I'm not sure. But yeah, 10 credit cards with balances. Wow. You hide expenses from your significant other. That's a big no-no. Hiding expenses from your significant other. And then finally, you have no idea how much debt you have. Couple other quick things to talk about, just as kind of an ado. Initial jobless claims came in as expected at 230k, up from last week's 226. Probably most importantly, is continuing claims is up 62,000 to 1.7. That is the highest since February. So, folks, again, I as we've shared many, many times, employment. More specifically, unemployment is a lagging indicator. We are starting to see cracks. So again, CPI, PPI. Actually, we get PPI tomorrow. That'll be interesting. Uh, we're starting to see pain in the labor market. Maybe, maybe the, what the Fed, you know, the Fed is winning. Let's hope that that is true. Uh, lastly, JP Morgan did talk about up here in their Armageddon, something you and I need to watch for is the credit markets, right? We are already seeing the credit markets tighten up. I believe the credit markets are really going to tighten up in the commercial and uh, financing of corporations, right? The M2 money supply is really, really slowing down. This is all supposed to happen. Pain is coming, will be felt in the credit markets. And like Dr. Doom says, some companies are gonna go bust, sold for parts, this is all part of the process. So again, folks, I hope you have an amazing day. Last note, oil under 73 bucks. That is in gas. The average gas is below last winter. So again, inflation should be coming down at least headline. Uh, so again, we shall know next week. Guys, have an amazing time. It is Thursday, December 8th. Lastly, remember, Orat Shorts, I need your help. I think we're at 110 subscribers. I created this channel. Uh, or add shorts that cut up different one-minute clips off this channel. Please subscribe. Show some support. You can now find it on my main page under other channels, I think it's called. Thank you for that advice. And then Janet, 
Thank you. Your autograph book is going out in the mail. Folks, if you want an autograph book, if you want to get a Christmas present for someone, maybe you want to get one rental at a time or 15 conversations with millionaires, you can go to my website, one rental at a time, and buy both autographed. And then if you tell me who you want them to, I will actually put their name down. So again, if you want to deliver deliver some amazing books as Christmas presents, go to my website. You can get them. I will mail them out much like I'm doing for Janet this morning. All right, guys, take care. Bye-bye.